Hey, there we are. We're on the radio. This is Skip and Sharon from the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. Yeah, we I'm gotta Skip. be careful because we might fall off. I'm Skip. I'm Sharon's Princess of Chocolate Sparkles, and today is going to be a great day. I just know. Pay it. attention here. Stick with me, okay? Okay, I'll try. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, today is happy, what is it, 7th? Uh, no, it's 8th. 8th of February. Uh, seven days. I'm, I'm, a, I'm one year older and seven days more. So, and you've got the eighth, you got what, 14 days till your birthday? Yep, 14 Man. days. Yeah, yep. then she's really over the hill. Yeah, I am. But in the meantime, we're here. We're going to have some fun. We've got a great show lined up for you today. We've got Matt Shea uh, of mattsheabooks.net, and Matt is our man on the street. He's going to bring us to a place that he visited, and the place is definitely haunted, and I know that for a fact because I've been there too several times and did you go by yourself yes i did oh actually i did yes <laughs> um and anyhow we're it, having a talk later it's definitely <laughs> haunted okay and it's a place that you uh may or may not have been to but i recommend you go because the history of the place is just pretty 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 deep so anyhow today is the eighth and that adds up to what numerologically seven so, that was quick <laughs> I know you're the one stronger one in math here, but that was too quick. Yeah, it's a seven, which is a spiritual number. It's mm -hmm. being alone and having time to contemplate your thoughts and do things maybe from a more, more spiritual standpoint, maybe take some classes or read some books on spirituality and the different aspects of it. It's, it's really a great day. You just have to be with you and be happy. Does that mean I'm the only one on my team that's going to bowl good tonight? If you do it spiritually, <laughs> I'm being as spiritual as I can. I have Trust no idea. Me. But anyhow, see, when people ask me questions like that, I just throw out whatever you think I want to hear. Well, how do you know I want to hear that? I didn't say that. I said whatever I think I want to hear. <laughs> ah. Uh -huh. well, Eric needs to bump somebody again there. Boy, bozos. But Four Leaf Clover is in the house with us. So howdy, howdy. You're the first one to say hello. Yeah. Uh, there's another one there, Eric, if you can. <laughs> yeah, um, he blocked it. Now this one here. He blocked it. Look underneath it. Oh. Okay. And Crystal. Yay. Northeast Washington. Woohoo. She's with us. And Four Leaf Clover is in Kentucky. So I that's that. cool. Yeah. First person on today is Kentucky. Kentucky. Second place, Northeast Washington. I'm going to make a prediction. I'll bet oh, the third, no. third person on today is from the seattle tacoma area probably closer to bonnie lake i think it's going to be minnesota minnesota dorothy either that or idaho idaho jim yeah could be or mary john yeah, could be. sue yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know we'll see. <laughs> all right so if you guys are on there listening to us and you want to see us go oh, ahead yeah. and log into facebook on the Psychic Spectrum page, or log into YouTube, uh, Psychic Spectrum Radio Show, and on Twitter at Psychic Spectrum. And you guys can comment, see us, say hi, ask questions, or you can call in today at 888 298 5569. The number also for local is 425 373 5527. And I'm going to add one more time. I want to tell our listeners that are just tuning in, we've got Matt Shea with us today, our man on the street. I love the second Tuesday of the month. Yes, because Matt takes us places that we have uh, all 
heard about, may not have visited, may have visited, um, but it's definitely a haunted place and it has a deep, deep history. So we got Anne in fr from Oahu. Yeah, but Kelly no, Kerr not is the Oahu. Next one she's on, on so the big find island. Out where, where she's from. And Kelly, you're the third person. And we I made a prediction. So Kelly, yeah. say hi to you, but say hi back Tell by us telling are. us where you are at. Okay. <laughs> Um, in the meantime, who are you going to say hi to? Well, as always, I got to say always. hi to, huh? As always. As always, I got to say hi to all our loved ones that have gained their wings and gone over to do better and greater things. And then uh, on this side, I'd like to say hi to Dee Dee, JM, and Yakima. Hope you're enjoying, enjoying Georgie Girl. She's such a cutie. Um, Carolyn, the oh, three yeah. J's, the five J's. John in Tacoma. Johnny Dollar in New York. Richard, Derek, Jim, Dorothy in Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> Sue, um, Sylvia, your sister Sylvia, and Patty, Jeannie, and Gig Harbor, Galen, Crystal, Anita, Matt, and Renee. Oh, Forest Park, Lake Forest Park. Now, That's where, north where of us. Where is that? North of Seattle. Doggone it, you were right. Well, it was Seattle Tacoma area, but I guess Bonnie Lake, which I was hoping Patty would make it in, but she hasn't yet. But Kelly, so, so we will take you hit? as our third person, and thanks for joining us <laughs> and telling us. Maybe her family <laughs> is from Minnesota. Uh, I don't think so. That's fishing. That's fishing. That's fishing. <laughs> oh, shoot. But anyway, and also to all the north, south, east, and west peeps that are listening and we may not know are listening. And, uh, you know, don't be afraid to tune in, key in, do whatever you got to do to say hello. How mm -hmm. are you? Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, I also want to say hi in case she's listening because she told me she might, but Misty Rose in Los Angeles. Oh, really? Yeah. She said she might just listen in if she has well, time. Hello, she's Misty. at work, but she's trying to. So anyhow, if you're there, howdy. Um, she is the daughter of my best friend that just passed away. Oh. Yeah. So anyhow. Well, I hope she's listening because, you know, now her dad's up there doing much better. Much, much better. Much, much better. So what do you have for a stone for today? For today? I got it, but I don't know where I put it. Yeah, it's the hidden stone. It's invisible. Oh, here it is. It's a stone you can't see. So get one. <laughs> no, but this is the weirdest name stone I've ever I've ever talked about. Okay, you're gonna and be able to pronounce it. I don't even know if it? I can pronounce it. I've tried. Arvedonite. 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 Who? Arvedonite. Well, ain't you good? Yes, I am. Okay. <laughs> I, I am good. Anyway, it kind of it reminds me of labradorite, but it's not. But it's got that same qualities, the colors and stuff. Anyway, it infuses your being with light. It helps you to reorganize destructive. No, scratch that. It helps you reorganize and restructure your life. So, mm -hmm. you know, like we're all coming out of the fog now with, with this COVID thing. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's a good stone for everybody to have around because we're having to restructure and reorganize everything. Yep. Uh, helps you create a clear path ahead by anchoring light into matter. And it is uh, it creates amazing manifestations. Ooh. So it sounds like a very powerful stone. Do I have it? No, I do not. But I may have to get it. I mean, I when I look for these things, I never. There are so many stones out there. I mean, how did they think of all those things? I don't know. But if you're going to get one, I recommend that you learn how to pronounce it first. That'll never happen. So you can know how to order it. That will never happen. I cannot. I can't. I mean, I I'm the one that found it, looked it up, and tried to figure out how to pronounce it. You know me in words. Yeah, They're, it's not good. <laughs> oh, and Sandra's with us. Hi, Sandra. 
now Sandra's local. She's she, just like Puyallup, like Puyallup I think. or something. I think. Um, okay. Okay. I want to hear what your affirmation is for today. All right. Spit it out. Being positive doesn't mean you never have negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. It just means you don't let the thoughts rule your life. Oh, that's true. Because how true. many of us do that? Not me. Right. Uh-huh. Well, it's easy to do because, you know, it's kind of weird. You know how they say it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile? Uh, yeah. Well, it's easier to think negative and, and be a victim than it is to make your life the best thing it can ever be. Mm -hmm. And it takes a little work, but when you start doing it, it's not as hard as, as just sitting there wallowing in your misery. True. And I say that because I've done it. True. You and I have both done it. And yeah. um, it takes a little courage and a little energy that you have, may have to muster. You don't even know you have, but once you start doing it, it's, it's, it's much better. Uh -huh. So don't be afraid to step out of that box. Yeah, that's true. You got to step out sometime. You might as well do it on your own. Well, you do don't have sooner. to step out, but if they choose to step out, it could be a much brighter life. You will either step out of that box when you die, or you will step out on your own or somewhere along the way. Or you'll come back in and live it again. So mm -hmm. why do that? Fix it this time. True. Yeah. Sandra says she used to live in our neighborhood, and that's probably how she knows Laura and Joe. Oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah. And Dorothy's with us from Minnesota. Well, she was, a, what, the fourth one on? Who? One, two, th the third one on. Who? <laughs> Who? No, the third one on. Yeah. One, Dorothy. two, I said Minnesota. Three. I was thinking Dorothy might come on. Oh. It's okay. And Dorothy, how are you? <laughs> yeah, and give Mike a hug. He needs one. I think her husband's name is Mike, wasn't it? I think uh, it is. Yeah, I don't if know. not, give your husband a hug and forget whoever Mike is. <laughs> Ask, yeah, you're so go ahead and say, have uh, hello, M Mike, and give him a hug. And if his <laughs> name's not Mike, you're gonna have to explain, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he ain't gonna buy it. Uh, <laughs> I could have started a real issue there, <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got about seven minutes till our break. Oh, it so is Mike, okay, it good. Is Mike. good. <laughs> I thought I got myself got in lucky. trouble. What else you got for us, little jewels of uh, wisdom? Well, nothing except uh, getting ready to listen to Matt talk and. My yeah. jokes. Well, you know, again, after the break, we're going to get into here with Matt Shea from MattSheaBooks.net. And I really recommend you guys go and read. Just go to the website. If you can't find a book, you can at least get the free audio book. Oh, and listen to it. Yeah, Listen to it. The guy writes really, really well and really, really readable. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's just a good read. And, it's relaxing. And the things that he writes. It's relaxing. Yeah. yeah. But. We are going to be doing our next Talking to the Other Side on March 5th, Saturday night. Is it the 5th? And this, yes. And that is only an in-person event, okay, that we only do in person because it's too hard to try and control all the cameras and tune in and do everything when I'm the camera and the voice guy and our friends back there, Eric. Um, stupid people doing that, that kind of thing. It just can't believe they post these dumb things but anyhow um dorothy says tomorrow is follow-up day bone hey, marrow kind test. Of a compliment your thoughts on how it's going to go i think it's going to go well but i do think you're going to also get some results that you're going to you're kind of half expecting 
and it's going to be um it's going to be okay all right so did you read that there yes i did okay good yeah um yeah so anyhow um that's i think that that's why mike's on my mind today yeah and why he needs a hug well give yeah. him a hug tell him sharon gives him a hug and give him a high five for me all right and when it's all over with go have a shot of something yeah like scotch well scotch bourbon which reminds me it might be break time after <laughs> show. scotch and a cigar out on the deck mm. so i don't know but i'm gonna i'm gonna have me a chocolate covered cherry shot oh okay you do that yeah grenadine kalua yeah. and irish baileys cream oh cool you drink it it tastes just like a chocolate covered cherry not as good as scotch but it's close <laughs> from what i well, hear well that depends i don't scotch tastes terrible to me but all right big announcement enough of our life <laughs> big announcement here big announcement yes i haven't told you yet uh-oh. But I decided on our Saturday show on the night, I wrote it down, the 19th of this month. So not this Saturday, but the next Saturday, we are going to talk about our ghost hunts. Okay? Really? Yes. And we are going to play some ghost voices that we've captured over the years. And the ghost hunts are ghost hunts that we take uh groups of people out on and i don't have we ever gone on a ghost hunt by ourselves no wow you left me in a cemetery once but yeah. thank goodness there was a group of people with me 25 years we've been doing this for people and we haven't gone on a ghost hunt by ourselves okay um dorothy says it sounds delicious here uh, it is yeah and elaine's with us hey elaine an hi. ounce of each <laughs> Elaine got in. Hi, hi. Okay. All right. But anyhow, so stay tuned on the 19th of February is Ghost Hunt. Also, Day. the 19th of February, I believe, I haven't checked my calendar, but I'm pretty sure, is the night we're going to go to the Red Lotus in Auburn at 6 uh -huh. o'clock and have dinner and just yep. have a little get-together of the Spectrum people. Yes. So the, everybody listening is invited if An, they want to come. Anybody just, local to the area, the Red Lotus restaurant. Well, they can fly in if they want in to. In Auburn, Washington. <laughs> you can fly in if you want to, yeah. <laughs> Marcy and Renee came out from uh, Massachusetts yeah. to say hi to us and meet us. And that was a big surprise. They attended one of our events. That was cool. I was, when they came towards us, I was wondering what they were going to do. But when I figured out who they were, that was okay. <laughs> I know. These strangers were walking towards us, yelling our name, and we're like, well, who are these people? Yeah, I was waiting for the batter. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it turned out to be friendly. <laughs> so that was good. So, yeah, join us on that if you guys can. It's just yeah. going to be a dinner. We talk and have some fun. We're going to sit around for a while and talk afterwards. And So do you know what Matt's going to where Matt's taking us today? I do. Oh, you do? Oh, yep. and you have been there? I've been there through work. Oh, really? When I worked for the state of Washington. Thank you, special. Yeah, been there several times. I think six times. Wow. So, anyhow. So you're saying you have been on ghost hunts without me. Every night's a ghost hunt <laughs> without you. <laughs> yeah. You know you love me. Yeah, hey, Christina's with us too. Hi, oh. Christina. We met her when Renee and Marcy were here. Yes, too. that's right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool. Um, anyhow, we are coming up was on that a Renee's break here. Best friend? That was her cousin. Oh, her that cousin. She never that's met until yeah. she came out here. Ah, so we haven't seen her since. <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> 
and she said she was going to come yeah, to yeah, one of our showcases and fight. That's okay. Not a big deal. I'm just having some fun. Which let me do a plug real quick okay. before we cut the break and bring right. in Matt. But we do a psychic showcase in person in Fife at the Poodle Dog Restaurant every week. We've been there for 14 years and um, we have done it every Wednesday at 6 p.m. It's when it starts. Doors open at 5 but you can we're using technology people you guys can join us online from wherever you are in the country okay and all you got to do is go to our website at psychicspectrum.com click on the psychic showcase click on the link register and it will send you a link in your email that you click on that week and it costs five dollars to get in the same as it does if people are at the door getting in but everybody sees you in the room you see everybody in the room you're entitled and you get a free psychometry reading from one of the psychics on the panel and you also are eligible for the door prize and the money drawing so and the money box is up to 115 I think it's 115 or 110 can't remember yeah well either way you're eligible to get into it all you know, we ask it, is if they turn the camera on they must be dressed Yes, you got to be dressed. <laughs> Nightgowns are fine, but no, you got to be dressed. No, they're not. Or your PJs. With the house coat. With a house coat. Okay. <laughs> All right. No see-throughs. No. All right. No. All right. We're beyond break time. So we're, listen, we're going to come right back with Matt Shea from mattsheabooks.net. And um, we are going to get into a place in Washington that is haunted, haunted, haunted. So stick with us. We'll be right back with more of the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. Hey, it's Joe here, and I'm here to tell you about the Psychic Spectrum's Talking to the Other Side event. It's a live online event that you are a part of. Is someone waiting to speak with you from the other side? Are you trying to reconnect with them? If so, you have the ability right now with the Psychic Spectrum's mediums, Sharon and Skip Langang. On the first Saturday of each month, Skip and Sharon make themselves available for up to four hours talking with those who have passed on. You receive messages through Sharon and Skip as they will also tell you things that they psychically pick up about you. It's like a mini psychic reading. Their messages are often based upon the energy that the audience brings with them. It assists Sharon and Skip in transmitting messages of love, memories, and thoughts along with evidential details that you can recognize. And this helps prove their existence and love for you never dies you may come or go at any time during this online event it starts at 6 p.m pacific time admission is just 20 dollars, and you can purchase your ticket at www.psychicspectrum.com matt shea is a local developing author who has written over 14 books and has many more in the works he's greatly inspired by the writings of andy griffith and matt's books focus on the common folk that small towns are made of matt's newest book the meadowdale community project is about how often precious items items given as gifts are sometimes disregarded and pushed to the wayside, just like the needy people of our society. If you're a person who likes to read books and print on your Kindle or tablet, or you're one who prefers audiobooks, then matcheabooks.net is for you. Matt has a fun website that is free, family-friendly audiobooks with some free stories and interviews thrown in. Check out Matt's website, download your free books, and see all of his books at mattsheabooks.net. While you're there, shoot him an email. He promises to write you back. That's mattsheabooks.net. Matt, M-A-T-T, Shea, S-H-E-A, books.net. Hello, everybody. This is Kissel. 
Have you heard about the Psychic Showcase? It's a free event and it's online, so you never have to leave home. It's a weekly event that happens every Wednesday evening and it has everyone talking. Oh my God, these people are pretty good. You should try them out because you'll laugh and you're going to be amazed by them too. There's free readings and your questions get answered. Plus, you can get to learn about the metaphysical and the paranormal stuff, which is pretty good. Every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m., just find the Psychic Spectrum on Facebook. It's a lot of fun, and tell them Kissel sent you. Exploring new territory every day. This is Alternative Talk 1150. All right, everybody, we are back and with more of the Psychic Spectrum radio show. And Christina says she promises we will see her <laughs> on a Wednesday night. Okay, we are going to bring in our guest now. Our guest is Matt Shea from mattsheabooks.net. Matt is a local author, and he writes, he's got a lot of books. And he's got a brand new one coming out very, very soon. It might even be out now. I don't know. I know it's supposed to be at the end of last month, wasn't it? Or is it this month? uh not i think it's the end of this month but we'll find out so matt welcome to the show and uh thanks for joining us today and you are known to us as our man on the street because you take us places where most people go but don't know that that place is haunted and has activity around it so why don't you go ahead and first of all tell everybody how to get in touch with you and your website well, the very first thing I got to do is show this off. Ah, now, <laughs> mine too. as you two are well aware, we are seeing more and more people holding up their mugs, giving That's us a right. pulse through these fun shows. And we'll keep the ball rolling. You're just, Thank it you. changes your life, believe me. Get one, take it back, <laughs> buy three of them. Anyway, <laughs> my website is mattsheabooks.net. And I have just recently sent my latest manuscripts to my publisher for my number nine uh, paperback. And so we're excited about this. And um, I get a little optimistic. I thought we would be done towards the end of February. I would say February or into March. But it'll be out there soon and you'll each have a signed copy. Outside, of course, I got free stories. I write people back who write me. I love to write people back because that's where I get my ideas from. Yes, we know that for sure. And you're very good. Yeah, and you're very good at what you write and how you write. Mm-hmm. So where are you going to take us today that's haunted? A year ago, I spent three days going through Fort Vancouver National Historic Site to the extent where I hit four haunted cemeteries in that area where two of them had people who were born in the 1700s. Oh, That's wow. how far back we are going in American history. Wow. Port Vancouver is 1501, excuse me, 1501, East Evergreen Boulevard, Vancouver, Washington, 98661. I've done hours, tons and tons of research. And by many articles I've read, the documentaries I've watched, the people I have spoken to there, they said spiritually it was pretty peaceful until they decided to renovate this 150-year-old fort. And in doing so, that seemed to really jumpstart the spirits. 
-hmm. We have which is known as Officer Row. Officer Row has 21 Victorian-style mansions that are two, three, four stories tall, including the famous Grant House and Art Cafe, because at one time in the 1850s, Ulysses S. Grant himself was a soldier there. He had never set foot in that house because at the time it was a cabin, that it got larger, that it became an officer's club, and he went on to be our 18th president. But the place is very known to be haunted, as is the Admiral Paul Nelson Mansion, which is two doors down from him. And the Windermere Stellar Group Morgan Mortgage Financial Incorporation, all off as all off of officers' row. Wow. Now the, now the three structures say that there is something about coffee, that all the time somebody will lay a cup of coffee down and most or all of it is gone, or they'll make a pot of coffee and wait a minute, we made more than that. It's a <laughs> reoccurring event in all three structures. Oh, also funny. Phones that are from the 1800s that are disconnected, they're there for ornament. They've been known to sound off on their own. Again, they're not even wired up. Yeah. Now, oh, that's cool. The Admiral Paul Nelson mansion, he himself was related to President Taft. Today, it is a private residence, and they really frown upon people intruding. They have to be invited. But supposedly on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, sometimes you could see blood rolling down the walls inside the house. And at least half of the week, the lawn around that home dies, and then it refurbishes itself at the end of the week and starts to become green grass once again. I've heard they can't that. explain that. But anyway, oh getting gosh. to the ground. Getting to the Grant House, I had a thorough tour. They have a phenomenal cafe there in one of their lobbies, a great kitchen. They have a fun bar there. They spared no expenses. It takes you back into the 1800s. The haunting there is, got it right here, General Alfred Soley, who was in command there from 1874 to 1879. He was born in Philadelphia, and today he is at the Laurel Hill Cemetery at Philadelphia. But somebody had seen his ghost unmistakably because they have his pictures there, and he has a glorified goatee, sometimes a beard like Ulysses S. Grant did. And one time they claim he spoke back saying, I used to live here. I'm just looking around. Don't worry about me. Yeah, as they often do. <laughs> I can believe it. The very it. person who said that said later they saw his ghost, his silhouette from the outside looking out from the upstairs balcony. Oh, wow. They took me to the room where he died, and he died of an ulcer. And they showed me where the hauntings were, and they said all the time they see his outline or with a group of people going down the stairwell that leads upstairs. Sometimes they see them entering the front door. Now, they will show me some of the locks in the house because they date back to 1849 when the structure was initially built. These are old cast iron locks where you have to flip a lever or two and roll something 
to finally roll the pin back to open the door. And they'll watch that mechanism operate by itself, flicking the levers, that doorknob turns, it opens, and sometimes they do or do not see what caused that. Wow. Oh, my. Would you go up there and stay? I would love to. And again, I went through every room and the parlors up there are just beautiful. It is the oh, 1800s. They have a lot of velvet wallpaper there. Mm-hmm. One of the owners said that she was near the kitchen where they had a basket on the wall that held the muffins. The muffins somehow fell out of the basket, which didn't make any sense. But when she put them back within a split second, they jumped out a second time. And she said, I think it's time to get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Now, Matt, I want to remind our listeners before you go on, you're talking about a place that's called Fort Vancouver. And it's in Vancouver, Washington. And it it is accessible to the public. So let's just say that so that people want to go there. I recommend going and checking it out. But go ahead. Yes, it is 1501 East Evergreen Boulevard, Vancouver, Washington. And the roads are are well marked. Now, when you're driving down I-5 in Vancouver, approaching Oregon, to the east side where the northbound freeway is, both sets of freeway traffic can see an old hospital from the mid-1800s. That is, we have it right here. That is barrack number 614 that is greatly haunted. And when I went there, they said that the upstairs used to be an asylum for the insane. And before that, it was briefly a practice range. So in the wintertime, the soldiers could sharpshoot practice indoors. Well, to do such a thing inside close quarters, they've had more than just a few soldiers get killed in the process these are young men that don't know how to handle a rifle i can imagine oh yes when they were digging below to address the water pipe they found bones and coffins because the civil war imported so many dead soldiers from the battlefield many were put there to be administered properly and there wasn't enough room to give proper ceremony Oh, wow. They said the grass in that area could not grow, so they remedied it by paving over it and making parking lots out of it. Now, wow. a guy by the name of, I got it right here, Jeff Davis wrote a very famous book called Weird Washington. Those are great books. In 1996, he spent two nights there alone. By itself, the front door with his old lock, and this is This is the old hospital I'm talking about now. It unlocked itself. The toilets upstairs kept flipping up and down simultaneously. They would do that at random. He would hear screams. He would hear keys jangling. He would hear weird laughter upstairs where the asylum was. Hmm. They say downstairs in the basement, there is some vicious entity that is known to chase people out of the building immediately, whatever it is. And they said that was the blood room. When they brought in the soldiers, they went through their practice, what they have to do for a proper burial. 
Yeah. They give tours of that building a lot. And again, uh. that is their hospital and a sane asylum and a morgue rolled into one with the burial ground unannounced underneath it. One of the other barracks had a large vault that they say would take three to four grown men to move it. And one day the thing moved by itself and they had to round up a few guys to put it back in place. Wow. Yeah, that's definitely not an open window causing that. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, you know, mm. I, I got to say that as a... I was a telecommunications manager for the state of Washington and it required that I, at one point when I was connected with parks and recreation di di uh, division, that I had to visit almost every park in the state, almost as a few I didn't, but that was one of them. And cause we had some big projects we were doing there. And I have to say that that place, it just walking around the streets early in the morning will give you shivers. Yes. It, yeah. I was reading about that. We or did you? And I forgot. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you probably did. In the Grant House, Soli, General Soli, they just call him Soli. Mm -hmm. He's known to do things, to be seen and speak. But he personally is credited for locking a telephone repairman inside the home. <laughs> locked them in and wouldn't let the guy out. <laughs> yes. That's crazy. There was a group that was installing a fire alarm system in that hospital, and they said it would never cooperate. Sometimes on its own, it would start to flash, but it's supposed to beep. Sometimes it would do the opposite. It would beep, but not flash. Then sometimes the whole thing would go sporadic, but they had no idea. They kept troubleshooting it, rewiring it. They had no idea were over and over that happened. Mm -hmm. They had their share of men that finally walked off the job and said, I can't take it. There is stuff going on here. And they use the words creepy, things like that. Now, what is it that, that did this? This was a fire alarm system that they put in with the latest technology. Yeah. And for whatever reason, the thing seemed to have a mind of its own, especially if they had a crew working by themselves. And then mm -hmm. the halls would echo. They went to one hallway, and this was Jeff, and he found a bathroom that was sealed off, so he put a recorder in it. And then when he played it back later the next day, he could hear a lot of coughing in it. He could yeah. hear soft talking in it, the echoes, the keys jangling as if we're during the Civil War days. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Crazy. You know, yes. we had the same experience, Matt, up at Fort Warden when we took a group of people on an overnight ghost hunt up there. And the fire, we went into one certain building and the fire alarm kept going off. And finally, we started talking to whoever this was. We found out it was a lady that still lived there and had never left. But um, she <clears throat> would answer us with, with one yes, two no, the chirps. And it would go off and it, it went off at random and to get our attention. Then when, I mean, this, I'm talking like an hour and a half worth, well, worth of things. And we actually asked you questions and they answered. Yes. You, you and a uh, person, another uh -huh. person, yeah. Terry yeah. answered questions, asked questions and got answers from yeah. her. But yeah. anyhow, go ahead. Tell us more. Well, getting back to the grant house off of officer's row, that is the main feature, the most stories encompass around that. So in the bar, they go, oh, yes, and the common things, glasses moving by themselves, 
uh, seeing shadows go through a wall, watching a doorknob get grabbed, pushed open by itself. Nobody is there. And again, the flight of stairs, the main entryway, they see the figures, the shadows, things moving up there. In the cafe part, same exact stories. They see such thing and they like it. And they emphasize, yes, we're haunted, but it's a friendly haunting. Now, in the bar, this is becoming trendy. If you ask, they'll present you a flyer that spells out the hauntings of Sully in more detail. Oh, cool. That's at the bar where? At the Grant House. At the Grant House. house. Okay. And the main entryway, one of the first streets is called Officer's Row. As you enter it, the corner to the right is the Windermere, which is very famously haunted. The Mm -hmm. coffee, the phones going off, the shadows, voices, footsteps. Footsteps are a huge thing throughout this campus. Everybody hears footsteps. They're staring right at it. How come mm-hmm. I don't see anyone? Wow. The Grant House is to the left of it. Just go down a couple doors. And then they also have the Admiral Nelson House. But again, that is a private residence and it must be coordinated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is there any, I mean, because this sounds like there's some things there that are not maybe in the light a little. It sounds like to me, maybe I'm wrong. But I mean, is there any terrible stories of where you don't want to go? Getting back to the hospital, the downstairs was the blood-draining room for the soldiers they took off the battlefield, and then they did a makeshift cemetery there. Somebody had the idea to start burying things, and they went from caskets to simply open graves down there. And they say there is something there that has chased people out of that building, that that's really a volatile hot spot. Wow. Yeah. So I won't be going there. Matt, this <laughs> this is cool. This is a cool place. And how many times have you been to this place? I have been there. I went three days in a row. I checked out all the cemeteries in the area. I found four that had a lot of write up about being haunted. And again, most were from the mid to early 1800s. Two went into the 1700s. And all, I know I could find more than two there. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And then you get to the city of Oz. You see the fort there and it just has more and more there they even have an old wooden fort that's comparable to the one you would see on f troop the cowboy and indians day Mm -hmm. there are stories about that being haunted with um spirits being seen shadows things moving so i walked all the way around it and i took pictures from where i could because it was closed but they have the stories that compare to the barracks that are not far from it with an eyesight and then, of course, officers roll. My understanding here and there, that entire campus has got stuff going on. It does. Wow. It does. Yeah. And uh, oh, go ahead. As soon as we're done with this topic, though, I want to make sure he says hi to the person he wanted to say hi to. Oh, yes. Go ahead. Before well, number we're... one is my favorite little sister, Mo. Every night we go back doing stupid things, texting pictures from our childhood. <laughs> Okay. I have a buddy of mine up north at Swinomish Casino, Pete. He loves the psychic spectrum shows, the interviews. Every time I see him, he's more intrigued. He is listening. <laughs> and my buddy, David Smith, who I used to drive with at the Emerald Queen, he appreciates you two very much. 
and he mentioned he's seen both of you on television before. Oh, cool. Aww. Well, that's great. That's cool. Well, tell David. Well, I guess we can tell David. Hi, David. Hi. hi, Pete. And yeah. hi, Mo. Yeah. And now, is this Mo? Is that the Mo that, he's talking about? Um, Mo is my little sister. Every night we go back and forth. Oh, okay. Uh-huh, cool. Okay. And David well, yeah. and Pete are just great friends, and they're very interesting. They're interesting to listen because they absorb this stuff. They watch their shares of documentaries, listen to their shares of radio, and they really like the Skip and Sharon uh-huh. stuff. That's, That's cool. cool. Oh, it's oh not Mo her. says not her. No, somebody <laughs> okay. named Mo just yeah. is on with us yeah. from YouTube. Um, what was I going to say? Oh. Once again, here's another place we're going to have to go with Matt. Yeah, that's, not, the restaurant is away. incredible there. I mean, they we have to have have overnight, you know. Well, they got places, I believe. Yes, they do have places that you could stay. I don't know if the Grant House is actually one of them, but they're that's open. Okay. But my gosh, you go to their restaurant there, their cafe. You have half a mind to dress up a little bit. You might want <laughs> yeah. to wear your Sunday clothes. You don't have to, but it's that level of class. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is it's wonderful. Great kitchen. I won't. I won't ruin it anymore. You will come back. I promise. Okay. You. Oh, we're you gonna know, go. There is. I got to say this. There is a lot of state parks that used to be forts, and most of the forts parks the forks can't talk most of the forts that were on the coast have been turned into state have been given over to state parks and recreation they in turn have have uh leased or worked in conjunction with organizations and that are local to the area and they take over certain parts they've created like fort warden they've created a college they've created uh an art school they've created uh there was movies filmed there but you know Um, this is the first time i've heard him talk about a place because fort warden was kind of uh sparse in the way of decoration i'll say but this sounds like it's got more of an elegant feel to well, it. Well, Fort, War- Fort Warden is still fairly new to that venue of being upgraded oh, and everything. Oh, oh, oh. This is the first military installation we had in the state of Washington, and it was to protect what they referred to as the Oregon Territory. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And in fact, it did go back and forth between Oregon and Washington, who had control mm-hmm. of it um, because I of bet. the Army dictated mm-hmm. that for quite a while. Yes. But, yeah. But, but did you... It- did That's you, going to be an overnight trip. Did you hear about Sally Little when you were there? Did not. Uh, Sally was, she was, uh, she was half black and half white and came out uh, of this things after the Civil War, but she wanted to be known as White Sally. And Sally was a maid at, uh, when I wrote this down, oh, at some, two of the officers' buildings, quarters. And anyhow, they called her White Sally instead of Sally Little. And for some reason, she never would let people call her Sally Little because she wanted to be known as White Sally. So anyhow, she is known to haunt those two buildings. And I don't I don't remember which ones it was, but it might be the some of the ones that you're talking about. But uh, in fact, I know it was some of the ones you were talking about. So anyhow, we got to plan a night down there. I, I have a question. What? Um, the one officer's building that has blood on the walls and the grass dies, is there yeah. ever been anything terrible happened there since those people have lived there? I am not sure. That is the Admiral Nelson Mansion. Yeah. Okay. 
and again it's two houses down from from the grand yeah. house yeah. and the thing is on that officer's role i would say that at one time or another everybody's been in all those homes wow so stuff is happening because for example when we're talking about the uh, general alfred sully he was born in philadelphia and then he was buried at laurel hill cemetery philadelphia but when his apparition was seen there he said i used to live here i was just checking in to look the place over something of that effect so it seems like they're not necessarily tied down to a geographic area yeah no they aren't no you can go wherever you want yeah and they may have been associated with multiple areas mm -hmm. we don't know that's true so. sure. and then when they have seen an apparition with a beard well ulysses had one yeah sure Absolutely. Well, yeah, and a lot of people had beards back then. I had one back in my past life. Didn't you? <laughs> uh -huh. I probably did too. <laughs> Listen, Matt, we got to run, but we appreciate you staking, oh, sticking can, with us and taking the time. I yep. can talk all day on this stuff. Matt's showing you our Psychic Spectrum yeah. mug that's available we'll on our website. We're, we're trying to create a mug Saturday. Mug Saturday, we'll yes. We all drink out of our Psychic Spectrum mugs. Yep. got to buy one. Well, the price is right. It's not an <laughs> arm and a leg. No, affordable. they do the trick. I get hot tea at night in it. I get my coffee in the morning. <laughs> Life is good. Yeah. Oh, shoot. That's we could cool. go on for hours, but we got to go. Yes. Matt, thank you again. Thank you so much. You can be found <laughs> at mattsheabooks.net and they can contact you through that site too. Yes. So, all right. Matt, our man on the street, yeah. Matt Shea, mattsheabooks.net. So Take a care. That was a lot of information. Yes. That's Good cool. job, Matt. Thank yeah. you again. Thank you. Okay. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> All right, you guys, we got to take a quick break here. So this is the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. We'll be right back. Skip and Sharon Langang, hosts of the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show, have been recognized as the Northwest's most prominent psychic couple and psychic mediums. Besides hosting the exciting Psychic Spectrum Radio Show on Tuesdays and Saturdays, they also offer the Psychic Showcase every Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. on Facebook. And then there's the Fascinating Speakers Bureau every Friday evening via Zoom. And as if that isn't enough, they also host their not-to-be-missed Talking to the Other Side event on the first Saturday every month via another Zoom broadcast. Join their live events all online, and if you decide you want to schedule a private psychic reading with them where every reading is recorded and emailed to you, you can do that on their website, which is super easy. So get started on their website where you can see all of their events. Just go to PsychicSpectrum.com. That's PsychicSpectrum.com. Susan Bergstrom is a licensed agent in Washington and Oregon, and she helps people who are readying for retirement or are already in retirement. Social Security is tough enough to deal with. Then there's Medicare, financial planning, and more. Take the burden out of the equations and let Susan Bergstrom sort it all out for you. Susan helps narrow down your choices to one that's suitable to your specific personal health and financial needs. This includes Advantage plans, supplements, and prescription drug plans. Part D. 
Seniors can rely on Susan to help obtain financial security through many programs and help protect seniors from market downturns. Susan also assists with long-term care, an area that many people do not plan for in retirement. Planning now can protect your assets and dignity in your later years. She's part of the Medicare Exchange, located in Tacoma and Linwood, and consultations are free. Call Susan Bergstrom now at 253-318-9379. That's 253-318-9379. Or email sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. Are you lonesome tonight? Do you miss us tonight? Are you sorry we drifted apart? Does your memory stray to a COVID-free day when we gathered and talked from the heart? Want to be part of the metaphysical again? Well, want no further. The Psychic Spectrum has all their events live and online. Go to PsychicSpectrum.com for the latest and hottest events in the metaphysical. Thank you. Thank you very much. Talk radio with a purpose. Alternative Talk 1150. Hey, we're back. The Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. That was interesting from Matt. That was a good, good report. Um, Renee is with us from uh, New Hampshire. We want to say hi to her. And also um, uh, Mo, say hi to Mo. Mo on the radio here. We didn't say hi, but we're saying hi oh, now. But good. also she says thanks, Matt. <laughs> so anyhow, um, we are going to do Sharon's joke of the week. So Matt or Matt, uh, Eric, would you bring that in for us, please? It's time for Sharon's Joke of the Week. Are you all ready? I'm with, yeah. (laughs) Okay, a man takes a seat at the World Cup Finals. Mm -hmm. He looks over and notices an extra seat between himself and the next guy. The man says, who would ever miss seeing the World Cup Finals? And the guy replies, well, that was my wife's seat. We, we've been here for the last five World Cup finals together, but sadly she passed away. The man looks back and says, that's terrible, but couldn't you get another close family member to come with you? And the guy says, no, they're all at the funeral. <laughs> that's a dedicated fan. <laughs> okay, this I love this one. Okay, knock, knock. Who's there? granddad and they say bloody hell stop the funeral (laughs) (laughs) i like that one you know not okay well anyway okay sensing a theme today dorothy sends a (laughs) smiley face someone asked me if i knew who invented the doorbell and i said no and he said it was joseph henry and i said that name doesn't ring a bell no yeah crickets (laughs) on that one (laughs) knock knock Who's Who, there? Who's there? Bloody hell, stop the funeral. <laughs> Is that it? That's it. Yeah. Wow. Wow, wow. Hey, I my like sister Sylvia one. says hi. Oh, she's, she made it. Yeah, she was at Winco. <laughs> oh, Mo, Mo's laughing. Dorothy sends a smiley face. Thank and you, it's thank like, you. You guys are crazy. But. They love me. Speaking of not crazy. We've yeah. got uh, a few minutes left, and I'm going to take advantage of it oh. and do something I haven't done in, for a long time. Okay. We did it Saturday with uh, Nathan, and I am now going to yeah, do I'm it. behind two again. Yeah, you're behind God one. It. Behind one. But oh. with Eric, you're behind seven. Well, do we have to remind everybody Yes, we that? do. So this is where I get to pit Eric against Sharon, 
and see if I can stump either one and who wins, who gets stumped the most. So, Eric, are you a stumper today or is Sharon the stumper? Maybe he's a stumper. We'll find out. <laughs> We're going to call him thumper. All right. Knock, knock. We got three <laughs> and a half minutes. <laughs> three and a half minutes. I'm going to go fast, okay? Okay. Um, Let's do this one. We'll see how this goes. The largest earthquake ever recorded was 10.10. On the I know it sounds crazy. 10.10 on the Richter true. scale. Yeah. True or false? It's crazy uh, enough to be true. I'll say true, too. Yeah, you're both wrong. It was 9.5 in Chile back in 1960. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. The 2011 earthquake near Japan increased the rotation speed. Is that true? Can they do that? I don't know. You tell me. True or false? <laughs> wow. Eric? I, we're I, really out of my depth uh, with this topic, yeah. so I'm going to just guess that it's true. And I'm going to say false. Oh, it's true. Eric's up by one. It did it. Shortened the day by 1.8 seconds. Wow. I would have to have that explained to me. Yeah. whole lot of shaking Since going on. I guess That's so. Right. <laughs> Thank you. Knock, knock. <laughs> Since 1900, there have been an average of 18 major earthquakes a year. 18 major 18. earthquakes? True or false? I think there's probably more. Um, well, true or false? I guess it depends on how you define major. I'll, I'll yeah. say false. I'll say true just to be the... Oh, Sharon's got that one. Woo oh, wow. Okay. Now, she's up by one. No, uh, we're actually even No, you're now. even. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Even. Okay, real quick, let's do this one. An earthquake caused parts of the Mississippi to flow backwards, true or false? All the time or just at the time of the earthquake? Part of the, I don't know. That's probably true. I'll say true, too. Yep, you're both right. It did. It just, in, in 1811, Mount Everest shrank one inch due to an earthquake, true or false? True. I think false because it would actually push things up. Uh, Eric's up by one. Let me get one last one in. Uh, Japan suffers 1,500 earthquakes a year. Wow. That's probably true because they do a lot. It may be not all big ones, but I think they have a lot of trimmers. Eric's up by one. You sure of that answer? Yeah. Okay, Eric? Uh, I said true. It is true. He's still up by one. Don't tell me if I Tell me if I'm short on time. <laughs> California has 10,000 earthquakes a year. California? Yeah. Quick. quick yeah, quick. I mean, yeah. I guess there could be like really minor ones. Um, yeah. I'll say true. I'm going to say false. Eric's uh, right. He's up, by, <laughs> he's up by two. They have 10,000 a year, but most are so small they never felt. Well, that's just it. I'm going with the ones you can feel. Hawaii's largest earthquake. Occurred in 1868, and they are still finding, feeling aftershocks. True, true or false? That's true. Wow. I'll say true, too. Yeah, it's right. Eric's still up by two. This one's worth Aloha. two. The even. Got Largest yeah. recorded earthquake in the U.S. was a magnitude 9.5. No, I think there was a 9.8. Uh, I'm going to say true. Nope, it's 9.2. You're both wrong, but Eric wow. wins by two. Now he's up by eight. All right, you guys, this is the Psychic Spectrum Radio Show. Check out our website at psychicspectrum.com. And as our theme song says, What a wonderful world. Love you, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs>